0: Hey, y'all, welcome to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, Every minute that you spend listening truly means a lot to me. And I just, in general, thank everybody for their support. Last year, I started this podcast with the intention of educating as many people as I could about uh, different marketing techniques, strategies, um, and things like that in the simplest way that I possibly could. Um, And I took a major pivot last year, and that's kind of why the podcast fell off a little. I felt really conflicted in what I was doing. So just to sum it up, because I actually talked about this in a previous episode, but just to kind of sum it up, I really enjoy talking about marketing and marketing strategies. I truly do. But what I enjoy even more is building chatbots engaging in chat marketing activities. Like that's what I really love to do. And so, and that's what my business is. That's the service that I offer. So I have to kind of like really take a pivot. And honestly, I fell off. I fell off, but it's because I was confused and I just didn't have clarity. And now that I have clarity, I want to talk to y'all a little bit about, um, some of the, the goals that you should be setting for your business. And I say this because I recently had, I guess you could call it an epiphany, but recently just realized that I truly have been playing small and I've been thinking small in terms of where my business can go and when it can be. So if you are a Black woman or even a Black person listening to this podcast, you probably recently heard about the hair care brand Myel Organics selling to Procter & Gamble. Right now, it is being labeled as a partnership, but the Black community is afraid that eventually P&G will take over. The formulas will change for the products. The product will no longer work for Black hair. The brand that was built off of Black dollars will be no more. The Black community is in shambles, okay? I I love MyL's products, so I want to continue using them for sure. I'm hoping they don't change the formula, but... Nonetheless, the a lot of the black community is a little afraid about what will happen next. Now, when this news came out, I was kind of like everybody else, you know. I'm kind of like, well, what's next? Or how much longer until they change the formula? Um, luckily I stocked up on Black Friday, so <laughs> I have products that last me for a little while. But this whole conversation, I I, I had to take like a different take on it because While I am ecstatic that they were able to sell their business to such a huge conglomerate, I needed to see what is the message in this for me? The message can't be the same thing that everybody else is getting, which is, damn, when's the formula going to change or, you know, how much longer do we have? I had to look at this and say, hmm, I wonder if I could sell my business, Would it ever be to like a huge company like a Procter and Gamble, but maybe like the tech equivalent, which I'm not really in the tech space. I like building bots. Okay, that's what I do. But there there are huge businesses out there to where a service like mine or a skill set that I'm able to carry out would be hugely beneficial to um, other companies. So I had to kind of think like, hmm. What would it take for me to sell my business? And for those of you who are out there who are like, you know, you're a small agency, or even maybe you're thinking this about yourself. I'm a small business. I don't have the team, um, you know, to be able to sell my business. Nobody would ever want my business. All of that. It's just stories that you're telling yourself. It's absolutely not true. There is somebody out there, another company. If your company is doing well, there is another company that can, that would Be more than willing to buy your business if you had the right components in place to sell it. So that's what I had to tell myself. I have been playing small for the past couple of years, and it's mainly because of fear. You know, um, the fear of truly succeeding, the fear of, I'm not going to lie about having too much time on my hands, (laughs) you know, um, which I don't think anybody ever really complains about that. But just... Various fears that I have around having a super successful business. You know, somebody coming in and doing something that I don't like. Um, and these are all valid fears, but they're not fears that should stop you from wanting the most for your business. So I had to start thinking, like, okay, I'm not the same type of company as a Myel Organics. I'm not a product-based company, I'm a service-based company in the tech space. So I had to kind of say what would be like kind of the equivalent of my Yale Organics selling her business or going into a partnership with Procter & Gamble? What would be the equivalent for me? So going into this episode, I have not necessarily outlined the equivalent of that, but I have a general idea of what that can look like. So there are many other agencies um, several other marketing agencies, hundreds of thousands of marketing agencies across the company in which something like this would be a great benefit to them, right? I had to think about what are the components that I would need to have in place to be able to sell my agency because within the next five years, I would like to sell my agency. I would like to build my agency up and I would like to sell my agency. I know somebody's out there thinking, but what about your kids? Who are you gonna pass your business on to? The kids, my kids are not going to want it, okay? I don't know about y'all's kids, but my kids are not going to be engaged in my business. They're not going to be interested in something like this. I can just tell by the types of kids that they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But building and selling a business is a huge accomplishment, especially for small business owners. Um, I understand specifically with Myel Organics because she's a black hair care company. I totally understand why people would be afraid Um, And that's simply because, you know, once you get and, you know, you'll know this if you're if you have natural hair, if you're a black woman with natural hair, you know how expensive the products are. You know that it takes forever to find something that agrees with your hair, that truly works for your hair. So there are hundreds of thousands of women around the world who are saying, damn, I just found something that really worked for my hair. And now it's being sold to a company that doesn't have my best interest at heart. So I can see why people are definitely afraid, but I had to look at another lesson from all of this. So I want to talk really quickly about just thinking a little bit bigger um, in your business. And some of these messages that I give to you all, a lot of times they're really messages for myself and I'm really sharing them with you um, almost kind of like as a, a, a teachable moment, right? Or a moment that we can share together. We're learning and we're growing together. Um, I never have ever looked at what I do as like me, you know, being an expert, I consider myself an expert, but I don't, I don't carry that air. If you get what I'm saying, like, I look at this as like, we're a team, we're doing this together and that's just how it is. So we got to start thinking bigger y'all. We have to get out of this. I'm a solopreneur and I do everything on my own. Like, honestly, like That may be a badge of honor in some places, but in the business world, it is not. You should not be doing everything yourself. You should be delegating. You should be outsourcing because when you do those things, you get more done. It's not cute and it doesn't feel good to be burnt out all of the time because you're doing all of the things. It doesn't feel good for people to come to you for small things. Right. Um. I used to get so I used to have this boss that would like she I was her assistant, but she really made me feel like I was the help. She she did that a lot. Um. And when I say I have a friend who always says, you know, how I feel or how you feel is none of my business or nobody can make you feel a certain way. Only you can make you feel a certain way. And I totally get that but the language that was always used was kind of like, hey everybody, here's my assistant. Whatever you need, just go to her. Or, hey everybody, my assistant's here, even though it's her day off, my assistant's here, so whatever you need, she's got the answer for you. Like, (laughs) it was like, um, excuse me. (laughs) Like, I I just never liked being referred to as like the help or the assistant. And now that I'm in my own business and as of right now, I am a solopreneur who is looking to grow my team. It doesn't feel good when a client comes to me with some sort of, you know, kind of small minuscule task, not because I'm above it, but because my skill set is above it. That's actually the perfect way to say it. I'm not above it. I don't mind doing this, you know, little clerical thing, but my skill set is above this. I want to focus on things that, that actually take brain cells. I need to be utilizing my brain while, (laughs) while I am actually doing this task, not losing them. Right. So yeah. Um, thinking bigger, growing your team, getting out of the weeds, like, listen, sis, like how much longer are we going to sit here and be in the weeds? Like we can't do it. We can't do it like this. This needs to be done and over with this year. Focus on growing your team. I want you to take a day out of your week and be intentional about documenting the things that you do every single day and put a star by that stuff that you just cannot stand. All that stuff needs to go. It needs to be outsourced. It needs to be delegated to somebody else. There are places like Fiverr and Upwork and even Instagram where you can find people to do these services for you. So like, sis, like, let's get it together this year. We're done with being the solopreneur and being the one who does every single thing. Like, let's, let's not. The next thing that I am working on so that I can sell my agency and um, even though I'm talking about like selling my agency, I'm really right now like casting a vision and sharing with you like some of the things that I think would be like really helpful for me um, when it comes to selling my business. But the next thing I want to focus on is truly innovating, right? So right now with the services that I offer, they're great. Um, It's not anything... That you know somebody else can't do is it? it, Can they do it exactly like me? No, right? But um, it's something that anybody else can do. Uh, There's nothing proprietary about it. But how I have to think about different ways that I can kind of make my business proprietary. What can I offer that nobody else is offering? How can I build my team? Because remember, you don't have to know every single thing. It's really just about having the right people in the room. That's it. When it comes to building your team, like that's it. You don't have to know everything. Um, I used to coach for a mastermind a few years ago and we had a lot of doctors in our mastermind. And I I used to tell this to them all the time. You don't have to necessarily know how every single thing works, but you need to know the why, the how it works, the you know the overall way and how it works and why it's important so that you can always make sure that things are always running smoothly, right? So for example, you don't have to know like the different parts of the funnel, exactly like what they are, what they do and what's included in every part. You just need to know why it's important, how it works and that's it. So you can make sure that it's there because when you don't know, guess what? It ends up not being there. I give you a perfect example. I'm working with a client right now and uh, we are working on a website redesign and um, we were told that everything was ready to go um, you know, all we need to do was say the word and they would turn everything into the final website. And, you know, I went back and, you know, made some edits, of course. And then we also found, you know, there was a good handful of things that weren't completed. And, um, my client told me, which by the way, it happens. Okay. It happens. But my client told me, he said, I'm glad that you went through this because I would have never thought to go through like each one of those things. Right. It's about having the right people in the room, okay? It's about having the right people in the room. You don't necessarily need to know every single detail, but you need to know why certain things are important, how it needs to be done, and you know just what needs to be included in general. So with that being said, with innovating my agency, I am not gonna be looking to learn tons of new things. I will be learning some new things, but I need to bring somebody on my team who already knows how to do these things and who can educate me briefly on how to do these types of things and how we can incorporate it into the agency. Plain and simple is about getting the right people in the room. If you can work on that and if you can explore ways to innovate and find somebody to do it for you, perfect. For example, for me, I am pretty good with Zapier. I'm not the best. And there's also another software that, well, there's a couple of different softwares that you can use for automations and things like that, like making tools talk to each other and whatnot. Um, I'm pretty good with Zapier, but I need somebody who's really good at Zapier. I need somebody who has experienced different things in Zapier so they can suggest other ways and more ways that we can enhance the services that we are offering our clients. So again, y'all about having the right people in the room, the next person that I want to bring on is also an implementation specialist. You guys have heard me talk about how a lot of my clients, they will end up getting a campaign um, and they may not necessarily use it to like its maximum capacity, which I totally get. People are busy. Um, Some things are time sensitive. Um, But what i really want to work on is getting an implementation specialist so that there are there's never an excuse for people to not use a the campaign. There's always a reason for you to use a campaign that you built, especially if it's evergreen. So i want to make sure that people are getting the most for their money and whatever they're paying us. You know, i want to make sure that they're getting the most, but that's a person that i have to bring on. Initially, i did not offer this as a part of my service because i would have to do it and i'm like i don't have time to do that. <laughs> so if I'm building, then I can get somebody on to manage the social media piece um, and interface with the client. That way, uh, we can actually get these campaigns out and into the world and get some more results. Okay, so one of the last things that I'm going to work on so that I can make my business turnkey is, and actually, hold on. Before I go into that, I go off on a lot of tangents. I I hope that doesn't bother y'all. But before I go into that, I want to share. When I say turnkey, I don't mean like, I'm just kind of like building my business, like the systems and processes and things like that, and then trying to sell it. I mean like I am attracting and retaining amazing clients. They're getting like bomb ass results. And then I am selling my business at some point. We have a good reputation as an agency. We are uh, we're really helping people to generate more revenue in their businesses with DM marketing. And at some point we sell, this is what I mean, right? So I don't want you guys to think that I'm just saying like, I'm going to do certain things and then just try to sell my business. No, we're going to try to build, well, I am going to build a reputable agency that truly gets their clients results and is ready for another business to take on. Okay. So the last thing I'm going to work on is getting, this is going to sound like so cliche or buzzwordy, but- It's something that we all need getting together my systems and processes. And when I say this, I mean like actually documenting the things that we're doing, documenting the processes, um, getting more automations in place that we can do more with less, things like that. If somebody is going to come and buy my business, what I would like to do ideally is have a period of time where. I am working hands-on with their team to get everyone trained um, and whatnot. And me and my team is getting their team trained um, and up to speed on everything. But really, ultimately, like we need to have systems and processes and things documented so that they don't have as many questions for us, right? The business literally needs to be turnkey. So those are going to be some of the things that we need to have in place. And I know a lot of people say like, well, documenting is so hard and this and that, but literally, if you, it doesn't even matter if you're not selling your business, if you're a solopreneur and you want to hire somebody to take over that task for you, you're going to have to document it in some way, shape or form. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to start out by recording some loom videos. If you go to loom.com, then it's a free screen share um software. Well, it's not software because it's a Chrome extension, but you can record your screen and it's super easy to use, but Something as simple as starting out with Loom and just kind of like recording what you're doing um, while you're doing it, and then maybe getting a VA to transcribe it and maybe turn it into an SOP, super helpful. So that's going to be another thing that I'm going to be working on really over the next year. I really want to get like a good handle on um, having a good set of SOPs in place so that I can hire more people, just get more help and ultimately take on more clients. So The goal this year really is to focus on what I can do in my business to set it up so that it's ready to sell at some point. And you know, I'm not a mile organist, right? So nobody's gonna look at me and be like, oh, you're a sellout, (laughs) because it's a completely different situation, right? Um, but again, like you know, people get upset with these companies. I totally get why they sell. I don't think any entrepreneur you know, starts their business with the intention of, you know, working 24 seven until they die. At some point, we really want that freedom. And that doesn't mean that you have to sell your business, but there are a lot of entrepreneurs that chose to sell their business. And sometimes let's be honest, when the check is right, <laughs> when that dollar amount is right, I mean, what can you do? I know Procter Gamble gave her a deal that was probably like impossible to refuse. So can't be mad at her. I'm definitely um, proud of her and everything that she's been able to accomplish. Fun fact, for those of y'all who don't know, before I actually got into marketing, I actually had a handmade cosmetics brand. And here's the crazy thing. We started the same year Myel Organics did. I used to actually look at her social media and try to like copy some of the things that she was doing because she started at the same time as me. She was growing really fast. So I was like, oh, I need to watch and see what she's doing. Um, but that brand didn't end up working out. I actually would like to bring it back, um, soon. Maybe I'll do that as my next business venture, but yeah, that's a, just a quick tidbit about me, but happy for all of her and Melvin's success. I think it's absolutely amazing what they've done, but I really, the point of this episode really is to just encourage you to do more with your business. Think more of your business, believe more of your business, we don't have to be in this constant grind suck, right? Like where we're just continuing to work, like very little rewards sometimes, like it doesn't have to be that way. So I want you to start thinking a little bit bigger this year in your business. Stop thinking yourself as, of yourself as a solopreneur. Start thinking of yourself as a CEO and a founder. Ultimately a founder who steps down as a CEO and gives that role to somebody else. So we got this. It's 2023. We can do this. If we think it, we can believe it. I know that sounds corny, but it it is true. If you think it, if you believe it, it can happen for you. So have a good day. I hope this uh, episode was helpful and inspiring to you. And then I will see you on the next episode.